Blessed we shall meet at last. Today's scripture reading is Hebrews chapter 4, verses 1 through 11. Therefore, while the promise of entering his rest is still open, let us take care that none of you should seem to have failed to reach it. For indeed, the good news came to us just as to them, but the message they heard did not benefit them because they were not united by faith with those who listened. For we who have believed are entering that rest, just as God's, God said, as in my anger I swore, they shall not enter my rest, though his works were finished since the foundation of the world. For somewhere it speaks about the seventh day as follows. And God rested on the seventh day from all his works. And again in this place it says, they shall not enter my rest. Since therefore it remains open for some to enter it, and those who formerly received the good news failed to enter because of disobedience, Again, he sets a certain day, today, saying through David much later in the words already quoted, today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts. For if Joshua had given them rest, God would not speak later about another day. So then, a Sabbath rest still remains for the people of God. For those who enter God's rest also rest from their labors as God did from his. Let us therefore make every effort to enter that rest so that no one may fall through such, a such disobedience as theirs. The word of God for the people of God. Thank you. Let us pray. Holy and loving God, send your spirit upon us that as your scripture has been read and your word is proclaimed, we may hear with joy what it is you have to say to us this day. Amen. So this past week was our preschool work week for our preschool staff before school starts again for the fall session on Tuesday. In case you don't know, um, I love that we have a preschool here at the church. I love that we are able to be a source of nurture and safety and learning for so many students and families. And I will do anything to make sure that our program is a successful one. Which is why I found myself here this last Friday in the afternoon which is typically my day off, in my office surrounded by children aged five, three, two, and one. Four of them. We were hanging out in my office. Um, they were wreaking total havoc. They had torn apart my um, toy cabinet. Yes, I have a whole cabinet in my office that has toys. I love children in my office, just if you wanted to know. Toys everywhere, books everywhere, all over the floor. You couldn't walk without stepping over them. Um, there were papers and markers and crayons everywhere. It was 
wild. Now, um, these four kids that were in my office are our preschool director's children, our preschool operations manager's children, and our church operations manager's children. Their parents were being so busy all week just trying to get things ready for preschool to start. Um, they were having really long days. These children had been missing naps. They had been drugged all over the building with different babysitters throughout the week, so their parents could do all of this good work. By the time Friday afternoon rolled around, everybody was kind of starting to um, you know, melt away. The teachers were getting their rooms ready. They had things ready, so they were going away, but the administration was still needing to work. And these kiddos who had had somebody different almost every half day watch them with no actual activities, just like, oh, we're going to throw you in North Parlor now. Oh, you're going to go outside now. Or you're going to do this now. Or you're going to do that now. They were over it. And Friday afternoon, they were tired, cranky, and had way too much energy. So I was sitting at my desk. I was trying to get some work done. I had just volunteered. Hey, just have them come in here. That's fine. They, these kids kind of live here at the church. They know my office. They know me. So I was like, just bring them in. And it was total chaos. So by the time one of them found the toy harmonica and the other one found like an old wooden train whistle, um, I decided maybe it was enough. It was totally crazy. People were walking by the office going, oh my gosh, Sandy. Um, so finally I was like, okay, we're going to clean up and if we clean everything up, then you can sit on my couch and I'll find a movie on my laptop. They had not watched TV all week, so they were like, yes. So we cleaned everything up. I got them all settled on my couch and chairs in my office, um, handed out water bottles, turned off the lights. They were watching Boss Baby. And I thought, finally, I'll get a little bit done here on the pile in my desk. Then I looked up at Amy. Now, Amy's the one-year-old going on, I don't know, five. She's a, she's a big girl. You would not know she's one. And it's, she keeps up with those older kids so, so well that it's easy to forget that she really is just a baby. So she was sitting in one of my chairs with the oversized stuffed duck that many of you know sits in my office, and she was doing that angry, like, <clears throat> <clears throat> she just was trying everything she could to not go to sleep. And I looked at her, and I thought, they're all being quiet for now. And I looked at my desk and the pile of things I needed to do, and I looked at her, looked at my desk, and I finally just kind of left everything and went over and picked her up. I thought maybe if I held her, she would go to sleep. And it was like that. I picked her up, I sat down, she turned into my chest, and immediately she was asleep and starting to snore those precious little baby snores. All she needed was permission to rest. In today's scripture, we hear a manifesto of sorts. Observe the Sabbath, says the author. For God rested and not only invites you to rest, but commands you to rest. 
to not rest goes against the ordinances of God. Oh my goodness, we say, but there's so much to do. We live in a world where practically Productivity is equal to success. Getting things marked off the old to-do list is a drug. And to take a moment or heaven forbid a whole day to do nothing seems indulgent and frivolous. Old Testament scholar Walter Brueggemann wrote in his book called Sabbath as Resistance, saying no to the culture of now, writes, in our contemporary context of the rat race of anxiety, the celebration of Sabbath is both an act of resistance and alternative. It is resistance because it is a visible insistence that our lives are not defined by production and consumption of commodity goods. Such an act of resistance requires enormous intentionality and communal reinforcement amidst the barrage of seductive pressures from the insatiable insistences of the market with its intrusions into every part of our life from the family to the national budget. But Sabbath is not only resistance, it is alternative. The alternative on offer is the awareness, that practice of the claim that we are situated on the receiving end of the gifts of God. Tricia Hersey, founder of the NAP ministry, I invite you to go look that up, it's wonderful, sees rest from this perspective. Rest pushes back and disrupts a system that views human bodies as a tool for production and labor. It is a counter-narrative. We know that we are not machines. We are divine. It is not a joke nor anything to make light of. Trisha Hersey, who is an African-American woman, goes on to write, Black people are dying from sleep deprivation, and our resistance to rest is a social justice and public health issue. Capitalism was created on plantations during chattel slavery, and it is the same system that is in driving the entire globe to exhaustion and a deep disconnection with our bodies and our minds today. We are no longer divine human beings in this system and instead machines. This is a metaphysical, spiritual, and political world, and anyone who uplifts a message of rest as a form of resistance without tapping into the history of black liberation and the evils of capitalism is nothing but an agent of grind culture. Resting. Taking Sabbath, ceasing activity is countercultural. Even on days off, I see the tendency to see a weekend wasted if you didn't, I don't know, go on an eight mile hike in the mountains or take a cultural event in, in Denver or complete a home renovation project. Even if those 
things are rejuvenating for you. There is something to the Old Testament Sabbath commands that include the cessation of activity. No cooking, no travel, no commerce. Just stop. Just be. To rest is to resist the pace. To find worth in something other than what we can produce. To connect with ourselves and our Creator. God took a day of rest. We are not meant for such an unrelenting and ruthless race of one day into the next, into the next, into the next without a break. So today, we are going to take a collective break, a collective moment, a respite. So I invite you to close your eyes, get comfortable in your seat, and listen to this poem and meditation called Rest Slash Woke by Jamila Malika. Wherever you are, whether you are walking around or laying down, notice if your bottom and top teeth touch, part them. If your tongue touches the roof of your mouth, Soften it down and away. Notice your eyes, like your tongue, can rest inside your dear head. Soften down and away. And your eyebrows, might they rest too? Or if not, notice if you can feel their weight for a moment, like your bottom teeth, tongue, eyes, and eyebrows. Notice your shoulders. Can there be any amount more space between your shoulders and ears, and your ears, like your shoulders, can let go a little with each Exhale, any amount is good. There will be another exhale for another go. Notice if this exhale can last any amount longer than the last. And the next and the next. Keep going, dear one. And there isn't anything you must do or be to be. Breathe. Your exhale will always follow your inhale, and your inhale will always follow your exhale. Maybe put one hand on your belly or chest to feel your breath in your body. 
Maybe feel breath above your lip or above below your nose. Maybe hear the sound of your body breathing. Maybe find the bottom of your exhale and then the top of your inhale. Notice the parts of yourself that rest on yourself, like your soft inner arms to the sides of your body. Notice, because it is nice to know ourselves more and more, not because you have to change anything. We can be curious. If you are laying down, notice on your next exhale how the front of your body softens into the back of your body. And the back of your body can soften too. If you are standing or sitting, notice how your shoulders can soften towards your feet and your feet into the floor. And if you like, you can speak this aloud. My flesh and bone are home. My flesh and bone are home. Amen.